You trying to sex me? That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? Jacob2988 coming at you live once again through the power of the internet. Unfortunately, uh, again, Boogie ha was not able to join us. He's off with his tooth fairy friend or some shit. Doing Wait, is that, is that tooth related what? business. He's got tooth business? So I'm joined today by my good friend Ellis. Hi, everybody. Hello, Ellis. We've missed you. We missed you. So sorry about last week. Yeah. Uh, I contracted a cold and was not really able to record or anything, and Boogie was uh, out on his tooth vacation. Uh, I tried to get Ellis to record the podcast by himself, but uh, he I refused. Was having, I adamantly was, refused. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I don't blame yeah. you. But also, tooth back. vacation makes me think he's like out there. I don't know, like surfing around on like a giant tooth on a or giant something tooth. like that think? in a sea of teeth. A sea. Of it's teeth? just getting oh, a little wait. eldritch and and less, <laughs> you know, National Lampoon's Fun Vacation. Did in National Lampoon's Fun Vacation did they surf on a tooth? Is uh, that a thing that happened? No, I don't think so. Well, yeah, okay, they did because that's that's notably not the syndicated movie that I can't mention for copyright reasons. National Lampoon's right. Fun Vacation is perfectly fine to talk about. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I used to watch so, it with my family. The the tooth vacation. <laughs> we got to stop with the teeth. We got to. You guys get it. Boogie's recovering from surgery. He's uh, sprung a lot of blood leaks in his mouth. He can't talk. That's what happened. That seems that seems rough. Well, we wish Boogie a speedy recovery. We're uh, raring to get him back on this podcast. We can't wait. Chit chatting because uh, right now it's just the two of us. It's just the two of us. Well, and, and, as, and you, and, and you, and wonderful you. viewers, you're here with us in spirit. Or we listeners, know. viewers uh, or listeners. Well, you can view what you listen to. You just got to put like the little, little all waves viewers. Up. Most viewers are listeners, but not all listeners are viewers. Yes, exactly. It's a squares and rectangles type of situation. So while we were gone, mm -hmm. lots of lots while of news we happened. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the the legally distinguishable song that we know and like. <laughs> we had lots of game news. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, come up, but before we get into the game news, uh, oh. I want to talk about uh, a game that we played. Actually, we played a game together. We did. I have Ape Out. Oh, yeah, we did play Ape Out. Ape we Out was Ape Out fucking together. great. That game is phenomenal. And uh, that is a fantastic game. Yeah, I really, really liked Ape Out. It's like a, uh isometric view, uh, almost like Hotline Miami. It's top-down, play... right? Yeah, not yeah, necessarily so, so isometric. I thought that's what isometric was. Do I not know what that word is? Isometric is, is like you're at, a, you're at an angle. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm oh. wrong. Man. It's top-down. It's top-down play... isometric gameplay. A you play uh, an ape escaping from a facility where experiments were done on him, mm -hmm. uh, and you run through procedurally generated uh, levels that are basically, they're kind of maze-like. Yeah. Uh, and you're trying to get to the end of the level to reach a checkpoint, and in the middle there are guys who want to shoot you and take you down. Um, but the notable thing about the game is the art style mm -hmm. and the music are phenomenal. Yeah. It's like this crazy paper mache almost, like, you mean for the like, art? Yeah, the art. Yeah, absolutely. No, Obviously. the music is no, paper. The, the music is not paper. Look, that was a dumb thing that I said, and I was hoping we could just gloss right over it. No, I'm pointing it out. I'm calling you out, Ellis. Uh, the art is uh, is like cut out paper almost mm -hmm. uh, of the of the ape running around and all the guys, and and it's just the contrast of of colors. Um, all of the like environments are are pretty similarly colored, and your character is like a bright splash of color on it. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, and the music is this crazy, like, upbeat, fast-paced jazz. Yeah, like staccato jazz. Staccato jazz. And then whenever you, like, hit a guy or, like, kill a guy, it, like, does, like, a like a snare hit and, like, mm -hmm. a, a, a cymbal hit. It, I mean, it, it changes tempo with how fast you move as well. Yeah. Everything, everything kind of, like, ramps up and down based on your actions. And it does so in a way that flows really, really well. You, you could very easily not notice it if you weren't really paying attention to it. The music never sounds bad if you're not you know playing the game well yeah that's that's true it's just a, a really really well crafted fun game mm -hmm. i know it's on pc and switch we played it on the switch yep 
where it it ran great. Um, I'm always nervous about that with Switch games, mm-hmm. uh, getting like a, a game that just like doesn't run quite as good. I, I experienced that with um, what was that game? Wizard, Wizard of, of Legend. Legend. Yeah, I had it on PC and it was fun and great, and then I bought mm-hmm. it on Switch and it just could not hang. It couldn't handle it, right? Uh, yeah. it, it happens when games have really. Um... I don't know, like tight timings on controls and stuff when they're very like action oriented. It mm-hmm. matters a lot when you have any amount of like lag or, or render issues or anything like that. And Wizard of Legend, I, I think, was just an imperfect port, and hopefully they patched it and fixed it. But uh, that was an issue there, and it was why I was initially very hesitant to buy a game like Diablo or Binding of Isaac because I don't want to play those games with any amount of like latency problems or lag. I guess it wouldn't be latency because you're not really connecting especially for a single-player experience. But, uh... Connecting with my... Same my issue. Inner self. I guess so, yeah. When you when you play yeah. Binding of Isaac, it's a very spiritual journey. You should look inward. <laughs> you, sh- you should look inward. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Ape Out is uh, a great game. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It's well worth the price, basically for the soundtrack alone. Yeah. It was, uh, it's, I, it's, I, it's, a, it's cheap, right? It's like 20 bucks or... 15? $15. I think it was 15 Yeah, it was $15. Not even on sale. Uh, yeah, it's a fantastic game. So that was a game that I had a great time playing over mm-hmm. the, the course of this week. Did you have any games that you were playing? Uh, let's see. There's some games that I've been looking at. Um, oh, that okay. I, I mean, you know, I've, I've been playing, you know, my normal stuff. Uh, we've got War of the Spark coming out, so I've been playing a lot of Magic, getting myself pretty hyped for the new set, which hopefully will be a lot of fun. Uh, I've been playing some Path of Exile, which I do want to talk about a little bit later. But mostly I've been uh, excited about a game called SteamWorld Quest which comes Ooh. out on the 25th, so four days from now as of this recording. Yeah, pretty soon. Uh, yeah, pretty soon. And it is made by the same company that made all of the other SteamWorld games, like SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Dig 2, and I think there's another one. Steam... SteamWorld Heist. SteamWorld Heist, which is like a tactics game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I will have the name for you. It is Image and Form Games. Uh, I really enjoyed all of those games. Uh, especially the SteamWorld Dig ones, because they felt like very good whole experiences. Uh, you could play through them in, you know, like a few days or something like that. It wasn't just endless content, but they were very well worth the price. They worked very well. They were visually really interesting. The sound design was good. It controlled well. They were a lot of fun. And I liked that, I don't know, I feel like in, in the modern era, it's rare that I complete a game. I don't know if that's maybe just me. I know that some people are really, like, completionists. But I end up getting these, you know, sprawling 400-hour RPGs or these endless loot treadmills like like Destiny or Path of Exile or anything like that. And I enjoy those experiences. But it's rare that I complete a game. And all of the SteamWorld games have been these, like, wonderful... Like, I get to eat the whole sandwich and I finished my meal. And that's wonderful. I really really have appreciated that. Yeah, I I could definitely see that has uh, the same great kind of art style going on with it. Um, but it is a, and here's here's me reading directly from it, creative role-playing card game. So it ticks mm. literally every single box for <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crafting your own deck, choosing 100 unique cards. There's a bunch of different characters. I'm not sure if it's co-op, which is like that's the last the last golden uh, halo for me to to go for when it comes to like, oh, wow, they made a game exactly for me, Ellis. Um, <laughs> but uh, it looks really fun. Like I said, I think the art looks great. I don't know too much about the gameplay mechanics, but it comes out in, like I said, about four days on the 25th of April. So I will just give them 25 of my dollars because they've earned it based on all the other games that they've made. Uh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll buy anything the studio makes now. Yeah, I, I definitely understand the, uh, I just like this studio, so I buy all their games regardless of how much I think I'm going to like them, and mm-hmm. I at least give them a shot, and I never regret that purchase. Yep. Now, this game is coming out on Switch, which is very notable for me. Right. I like having games on the Switch, because mm-hmm. I like being able to bring it with me and play it. So this game, uh, I saw the Nindies trailer for it a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. Uh, and it, to me, looked uh, a little bit like Slay the Spire. I'm not going to say it's exactly like mm-hmm. that. That was kind of the impression I got. It was that a similar loop of collecting either guys or cards or something to mm-hmm. like kind of craft a deck on the go and then picking yes. your rooms that you go into based on what cards and stuff you've picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine it will be quite similar, and I'm perfectly okay with that. 
Oh, yeah. uh, I absolutely adore Slay the Spire. I have played so much of it. And I'm down to play, even if this, if, if I just think of it as a Slay the Spire expansion with all new art assets <laughs> and different mechanics, I'm down for that. You know, I, I'm cool for more of that content. Listen, if you're looking for new art for Slay the Spire, there's some mods I can point you to. If you want, <laughs> okay. if you want all your guys to have anime heads, you can do that. I don't think that is the that direction sort of that I would like to take that game, but I appreciate the offer. No. Thank okay. you. All Thank right, just, you hey, just much. letting you know. Yeah. Just looking out for my bud. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Steam World Quest, right? That's what this one is called. Steam World Quest: Hand of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is, uh, is the subtitle. Yeah. Is it a is it a a mechanoid Gilgamesh? I don't know. Uh, I know, like I said, very little about the the story of the game uh, or the the world that it takes place in, other than I assume it's the same world that they've all taken place in. Uh, and I'm trying to keep it that way. I'm, I'm avoiding any kind of like spoilers. I just want to buy okay, the game okay. and jump into it. Dive jump in. into it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I understand. So, like, the the world... Now, I played SteamWorld Dig 2 with okay. you a bit, but yeah, not yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, we played that some together. And the world, to me, seemed like a kind of, like, Wild West kind of thing. So, my understanding Alien is Wild that West? that is that part of the world. Is that, uh... that area is the Wild West. And this takes place in a more, like, European medieval kind of thing. But with Steam okay. Robots. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm into robots. Yeah, I like robots. Uh, so yeah, so look out for Steam World Quest in four days. In four days from, from, from this from recording. Now, yeah, the the twenty fifth of May. Uh, I, yeah, that game's that game was on my list as well. That game looked like a lot of fun. Did I say April? Uh, I did say April earlier. It's it's totally not April, is it? It's May. Oh. No, it is April. What are you What are you talking about, Jacob? You yeah, you made me second about? guess myself. I have no idea what's happening right now. It's I'm. You don't even I know what know. month it is. I it's don't. the 21st right. of April. Wait, what did I say? 2016. You said May. I'm really confused. What's <laughs> happening right now? I don't know what's happening. I believe you that, that I said May. There's probably video evidence there of me. There definitely saying is, May. and I'm leaving it in. None of this is getting edited out. <sighs> Damn it. What I'm excited. What year is it? You kind of look like Alan from. Uh... <laughs> yes. From Jumanji. Go on. Like. <laughs> I'm I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm what is his last it. name in that? It's I not. Have no idea. It's not Alan Parsons. I know it's not that. I do not know, but I do know that I am crafting a dress out of palm leaves. It's banana leaves. Banana leaves. If you if you want to be true to the canon, you need uh, banana leaves. No, no, no. I'm him from the remake. Oh, from the remake, the tropical yes. remake that he wasn't in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ellis, I'm excited about Mortal Kombat 11. Woo! What's going on with Mortal Kombat 11? It just looks like a really good Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I actually, I got a, a, a small chance to play it a little bit, uh, helping Boogie with his review. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, he, he wanted to look at the, the multiplayer and stuff. So uh, I, I sat down, played a couple of characters. It feels really tight. It feels yeah. really good and fun. I really like... Uh, the the several char- the handful of characters that I played felt really fun. They were kind of easy to pick up, but I felt like there was some depth there to to learn some combos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mainly, why I know I am excited about Mortal Kombat 11 is uh, there was a leak. Oh n- uh, oh no! Now, I can't 100% get. Listen, this Mortal Kombat game was uh, was rife with leaks. <laughs> they couldn't keep anything under their hat. At all. Just every time I was turning around, they were just, like, spilling characters out of their <laughs> pockets on accident. Ed Boon is just just tripping, coming out of a taxi, and just dropping the whole game disc. <laughs> I don't know if that's what happened. I don't know if that's no, what No, I'll bet that's they, exactly they, what happened. He had... They did a bunch of, like, uh, reveal trailers that were really fun and entertaining. We, we watched all of those, or a bunch of those together, uh, while we were at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And they were very entertaining. They made a lot of the characters look super fun and extremely and violent. Yeah. Extremely Not that violent. that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, Jesus Christ, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I feel like modern games couldn't get away with that. I agree with you. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. If modern games were, were this in- insanely gory and gross Mm -hmm. i think i think it's less of the violence and more of the the viscera the just the viscera they cranked that viscera dial up (laughs) yeah with no regard for how anyone felt about it and everyone was cool with it i don't have a problem with that i I think that's totally fine 
uh, I'm just surprised that more people aren't upset. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the era of being mad about how violent Mortal Kombat is... <laughs> that we're done with that on. one? Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, it happened so long ago that all of those people have moved on to things Got that it. they feel are, are important now. Everybody just gets uh, upset about things like sex instead. <laughs> you know? That's that's what we've choos- chosen to be upset about. Like, we, we care that there's not enough sex in games. We care that you told me that that character's non-binary and I don't like that. We care, I don't know, like, it, the, the things that the community chooses to give a shit about are just completely random and arbitrary, and I don't understand any of it, but whatever. And also, they, they move from, from, from thing to thing so quickly yes. that, like, if you just hang out for a little while, <laughs> a thing that you think people being upset about that's stupid, they'll find a different thing to yeah, be they, upset about. Yeah, they won't about be mad about it for a month, very long. And then you could just go about your day yeah. not worried about it or worried about the new thing that they think is, is stupid. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right now, I'm going to talk about some Mortal Kombat 11 leaks that happened. If you care about what DLC characters might be included in the future, uh, I would uh, mute the podcast for just a, a few minutes yep. while I, I talk about this. I'll make wild um, motions with my hands, which won't help any of you, you know, audio people, but uh, that, that'll let you know whenever he's done with the spoilers. Yeah, so the way this came about is uh, Switch copies uh, are going out for reviewers, and okay. I guess someone dug into the files on the cartridge. I'm actually not 100% sure on how this came about. I know it was from files found on the switch cartridge okay it's all it's all data mining right that's how all this shit somebody data mined the 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 mortal Kombat switch uh so they found a list of all of the characters that uh led them to believe that these were the characters that were going to be released uh as dlc in the future now these are in no particular order i i don't know uh what order these will come out in the first one everyone already knew about this one was shang sung mm-hmm uh, who is like kind of the the right hand man of of Shao Kahn? He's the the soul guy. He takes people's souls and he turns the, into them. He's a soul man. He's da, a soul da, 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 man. Da, da, da. Uh, which I'm very excited about. Shang Tsung. They have gotten the actor from the movie. Uh, oh yeah, write. he does the voice, right? Yeah, he does the voice, and it also looks like they modeled the yeah. character in the game after him because it looks uh-huh. just like him. That's so uh, exciting! So I love that. The next one on the list is Joker. Now, I'm going to assume it's Joker from the DC Universe, because okay. it would be wild to have Joker in both Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and also Mortal Kombat 11 at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that would be strange. It wouldn't be that out of place. I mean, it would be out of place. It wouldn't be that wild for them to have a character I don't know, man. Just, just stick, them both, stick them all together, right? Oh, hell yeah. I want, I want Bowser to, like, reach into Shao Kahn's head and then just, like, breathe fire down his neck. And that's his fatality. That's in Mortal good. Kombat. That's kind of a, a Godzilla kind of move, but yeah. I'm into it. They should fucking put Godzilla in Mortal Kombat. They should. It's just, 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 like just, just a foot. It's just a foot. <laughs> you just punch a foot? He, he has, like, punch combos, but they don't do anything because he can't reach. He can't reach you. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Uh, so the next one on the list is, is Nightwolf, who is from uh, Mortal Kombat 3. And uh, he's the just second a... movie. I remember Nightwolf. Oh, yeah. He taught Liu uh, Kang about animalities. <laughs> uh, so it's just a Mortal Kombat character. That, that's kind of sprinkled in here as every once in a while there's okay. a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> in Mortal uh, Kombat. Well, I mean, like, the every DLC rosters are usually guest characters, right? They're right. Like Kratos and... Um, we had Jason uh, Voorhees Leatherface, and Jason Predator. and Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Predator and the Xenomorph as well. Hmm. All right, so the next one on the list, uh, speaking of movie tie-ins, is uh, Terminator. Now, Which it just Terminator? says Terminator, so I okay. don't know. I, I'm going to imagine, I'm going to like take a wild shot in the dark here. Say it's probably a T-800. Okay. I was going like, to say, do you, think, do you think they got Arnold to do the voice? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, like, it's it's entirely within the realm of yeah. possibilities that, that that is how it went down. But I don't, I don't know for sure. We just don't know. We just okay. know that... Terminator shows up on the list, mm-hmm. and that's the the most well known Terminator that I can right. think of. Uh, so the next one is another Mortal Kombat character, Sindel, uh, first from Mortal Kombat three, um, and also the from one... the second movie. <laughs> second movie had a lot of Mortal Kombat three tie ins. I, I think. guess so. Uh, the next one on the list is Spawn. Oh, which is cool. pretty interesting, actually. Uh, so I have no idea how Spawn 
is gonna work uh within the game because spawn has a lot of like crazy powers yeah that are not like i don't know to me spawn feels more like a weapon fighter and there definitely is that in mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is is punchy punchy kick kick punchy punchy kick kick and i don't remember spawn doing a lot of I mean, he just does punchy, punchy kick kicks. They just like he, he also has like huge rotating demon blades on his fists that he made out of his magic cape. <laughs> that he made out of his magic cape. Uh, so the next one after a uh, Spawn is Ash. Uh, now, from, from Pokemon, it might be Ash. It might be Ash Ketchum. Again, I'm willing to bet that it is uh, uh, Ash from, from the, the Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Okay, series. Uh, now I'm I'm interested to know what Ash they go with, like what like what age well, he will be. I guarantee you he will have a chainsaw for a hand. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah yeah yeah, a hundred percent. And he'll have a shotgun. It's mm -hmm. gonna be great. I'm very excited about Ash. Well, but I, the reason I say that is like, there's definitely because there's a show that is recent and possibly still ongoing uh, that has Ash in it. Ash versus yeah, the Ash Evil versus Dead. Evil Dead. Uh, so so they might go with like that age yeah i ash. guess so. it might be, it might be older like ash. ash but but it also makes sense to have him be like a younger or fit guy because a mm -hmm. main plot point of the show is that like hey, he's kind of old yeah and like maybe not quite as <laughs> badass as he used to be uh i hope they got bruce campbell to do the voice lines i can't imagine they would include ash without and not doing, doing that. that right yeah and if and if they're gonna get Bruce Campbell, then they probably got Arnold, right? Right? Or Come on, Terminator. I don't know. I'll bet Arnold's more expensive. Oh, I'm sure Bruce Arnold Campbell. is more expensive. <laughs> I don't know. Burn notice, definitely. Oh yeah, rocketed Bruce Campbell's career up there. I don't know. I'm dunking on that guy. I love Bruce Campbell. I love Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is great, and and everything he's in is not great, but that does not matter. He brings an amazing performance to everything he's, he's done in the spider-man movies yeah he is he is and in the spider-man movies some of that is good stuff some of that is very good stuff all right uh next on the list is uh fujin god of wind is that a mortal Kombat uh, character yes that okay. one is a mortal that guy's that not is, in mortal Kombat 2 the movie so i don't know you know how, know how, how raiden is is god of of like lightning lightning and thunder and thunder uh fujin is god of wind okay uh and then the last one is shiva who is another Mortal Kombat character? It's like, uh, oh, uh, she's a um, the the same. Uh, I think they're called Sh Shokin. I can't remember what they're called. The the same people that Goro. She's the same race. As oh, Goro. okay, got it. So she's got big forearms <laughs> with three with, fingers each and spikes coming out of them. Uh, or is that unique to? No, I don't think so. Wait, no, hang that on. Might be Not a... Goro. I'm sorry. I'm thinking, thinking of Baraka. Of Baraka. That's right. Yeah, 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 right. Guy with no lips and just big bone teeth. Yeah, he's got a lot of Braca, bones. Braca, he comes in and he, like, his, like, entry animation is him, like, scraping the bones together and it makes sparks. That's gotta be painful, well, right? Well, he's got sparky bones. Sparky bones? Maybe he, like, rubs them in some kind of filament beforehand. This is a weird road that we're going down, Jacob, where we're talking about, like, Mortal Kombat lore. Of which I, I know very little. I watched the I movies a lot as a kid. Uh, those movies don't know the lore very well, I don't think, either. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't know the lore good either. I didn't grow yeah. up playing Mortal Kombat. The, my love for Mortal Kombat games is a very recent one. Okay. Uh, starting with, with Mortal Kombat 10. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of like the, the NetherRealm fighting games in general, uh, playing like Injustice. Uh, I really liked that game a lot in Injustice 2. So I'm very excited about Mortal Kombat 11. And, like, seeing this list, uh, of... D planned DLC fighters mm -hmm. makes me very likely to purchase a season pass of content. Yeah. Because I, I know what's lot. in it. Yeah. There's a lot in it, and I know what's there. Mm -hmm. uh, and in general, I'm very hesitant to buy these, like, season passes. I've never like, bought something like that. I don't know what I'm like, getting. I don't know what I'm paying for. I don't know what for. I'm getting. Yeah, that's that's exactly my problem of, of like, I you know, I bought the, the fighter pass for Smash the other day whenever mm -hmm. Joker was coming out because it was, like, slightly cheaper than buying all of the characters individually yeah and like i kind of regretted it i kind of felt bad because yeah. i have no idea what the other fighters are mm -hmm. uh, to be fair i don't know why i paid 25 dollars to have six more buttons that aren't villager on my <laughs> character select screen i'm never gonna press those buttons because they're not villager 
What if they are though? What if I mean, what if the new ones is like villager it's two? Just five five new villagers. Yes, five new and villagers. They, or they, it's if, three villagers in a trench coat, like stacked on top of each other. Like that's oh, a new shit. fighter. Ultra. That sounds ultra powerful. Could not be beat. <laughs> Could not. Just be beat. three rockets come out. He plants three trees at once. Hell, oh my god! He makes like a tree skyscraper that just—it's <laughs> just a really long tree. That's well, yeah, cover it covers map. the whole stage, right? You gotta, uh, you gotta air dodge it. So I, speaking of uh, stages in Super mm-hmm. Smash Brothers, uh, oh yeah, the stage creator came out. That's right. Yeah, the stage creator. That's so exciting. Version three point oh. Oh, I'm I'm excited too. Yeah, Lots I can't wait to people- make. We're also very excited. That's good. Make... Have people been making like awesome, cool uh, big old wieners? Pro- oh, yeah, big old okay. wieners. Okay, like, yep, big old Nintendongs waving now, around the okay. stage. Now, okay, Nintendo. This is this is 2019. Uh, it is. There's no way that they would have like some kind of public map map preview that everybody could just see. Surely you have oh. to like click on somebody's map to see the dong that they made, right? They wouldn't make any. Uh, they learned this from uh, from PictaChat, where they <laughs> they had to shut PictaChat down, which sucks because I actually really enjoyed PictaChat. That was like a yeah. cool weird way to talk to people because yeah, of all the the, the dingle dongles. Surely they have learned their lesson. I know that they had a similar problem with Splatoon and not learning their lesson with the Splatoon, uh, I don't know, marketplace or wherever everybody like walks around and you can draw things. The plaza, which is just pick the chat and often just full of dicks. Uh, Yeah, it could be. So they have developed some some wiener detecting algorithm to, 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 to help weed out these uh bad shapes that people draw uh but apparently it didn't it didn't work good enough and people were certainly able to sneak stuff by got it the uh the the advanced ai the advanced dick pics wiener detection algorithm that's got to be a weird thing to make you know like can you imagine you know you you've got like software engineer on your tinder profile but when you when you swipe right and you go on the date and she's like, hey, so what do you I mean, like, you know, I, I understand what that means. But like, what do you actually do? Do you say, oh, I, I spend all day writing algorithms that can detect penises? Uh, yeah, listen, it somebody on... has that job. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I imagine it's a whole team of people in charge of keeping the dicks off of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And the, uh, and listen, I applaud them. OK, they were hired to do a job. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm going to imagine is a pretty good job. Yeah. Because I, I haven't logged on to that to look and okay. see. Uh, I've I've uh, flipped through tweets mm-hmm. looking for people posting interesting <laughs> levels that they found. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they, they found some. My, my favorite thing that people have done is instead of they themselves drawing a donger. Okay. They draw... Whatever is supposed to have the donger in okay. the background in such a way uh-huh. that uses the background imagery to make oh, a big wiener. So they hide the donger. Yes. In hidden. Nintendo's own creation. Got it. The Trojan horse of the wiener. Literally a Trojan horse. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Well, okay. I, I on the one hand, I'm not I'm not surprised. Honestly, I'm kind of proud. Okay? It would not be the internet. It would not be, you know, the culture if somebody did not immediately try and find ways to to draw dicks on things. All right? Humanity of has course. been shit posting for our entire fucking existence, and I hope we never stop. Yeah, why would we? It's great. This specific instance not that great. But people are getting creative, and, and I can get behind that. I can applaud people, creativity. People have also been making a lot of uh, levels referencing uh, specific jokes. Uh, stuff like loss and... Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Steamed right. hams. <laughs> I, I know that one of the memes going on right now is that uh, Bayonetta is Joker's mom. 
I don't know if you've seen that. There's like there's like a lot not. of posts. I, okay. they, they look kind of vaguely similar. They do. Um, yeah, and I've, I guess. I've seen some pretty good like fan art of that. Very similar to how when Overwatch came out, everybody just decided, no, this one's the mom and this one's the dad. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, like, they did that whenever Ultimate first came out. They kind of just paired up Isabel and Snake. Yeah. And they're just like, no, they're buddies and they hang out uh-huh. and they, like, train together and do stuff together. But, like, I don't know what the driving force behind that was. I don't know why people just, like, knows, decided right? this is how it is. I'm I'm always shocked and surprised and and a little tickled when that kind of stuff happens. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, the uh, that update is out. The stage builder is out. There's also a video editor uh, within the okay. actual software of Super Smash Brothers where you can like pull clips that you've recorded. oh for replays for replays oh, and okay, stuff. Sure. Yeah, and then uh, you can like um. It, it, it's not like super robust, but like I wouldn't expect it to be. You just kind of mm-hmm. drop clips in. You can like clip stuff out. You can do transitions, and you can put music in, uh, and it pulls from the tracks from the game. So like, there's awesome. a huge variety of songs to pull from to post these, and then they they get posted. Uh, the other big thing that came from the update, I say big, they think it's big. I don't think <laughs> it's actually that big. Uh, the um, smartphone app for Nintendo oh, okay. now supports Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, in ways that you can like look at people's videos that they've posted, look at the stages they've edited, that sort of thing. Look out, TikTok! Which Nintendo's is, coming for you. They're they're working on it. Uh, which, as as uh, as far as I know, the smartphone app is the only way to report levels. Oh, okay. Uh, report a user for for making a thing that would be offensive mm-hmm. uh, or against any sort of terms of service um, through the actual. Uh, browser on your system mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be a way to report people that i know of uh they could have implemented it recently so i think it's just like a bunch of like the 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 dong algorithm and like nintendo moderators going through just like taking out the levels that are bad got it whatever they perceive as as bad which is interesting that they didn't go with the report feature yeah i'm surprised that they did not especially with something so low impact like it on the user end, like having if you had made a video and and people kind of brigaded you and and voted you voted your uh, thing out of existence, that mm-hmm. would kind of that would suck. I, yeah. I would see why they would want to prevent that, but it seems like the the getting rid of well, big dongs. I mean, yeah, like that that seems like might, it probably might be a little better. Yeah, it takes precedence, and also it's not like it takes the content away from you, right? You still have the dick level that you made, or the you know level that you like that is not a dick, but people hated for whatever reason. You can still play it with your friends. You can still like make games with you know that level and try and get yeah. people to join it. You just can't share it with oh, the community. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's a small price to pay to to keep the dicks out. And other objectionable and things other objectionable people, things people may not like. Right, which are, you know, probably, dicks are probably, like, the least of the worries. You know, that's, uh, that's like, kind of silly and, and inappropriate for children and, like, you know, don't, don't fucking draw dicks. But uh, I, I would be more concerned with uh, more hateful things, which I'm yeah. sure have been at least attempted. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Uh, which sucks, but mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do? People are going to do that. Hey, are you... Uh, you ready for a weird question? Oh my god, I'm so ready. Uh, so, uh, this is from my fiance, okay. Megan. She asked me this. Uh, what? Why do we call them giraffes and not just like long cows or tall cows? Well, they're closer we, to horses than cows. We had, but I mean, we had those things. Why did we see a thing that looked like a thing we already had, like mm-hmm. a cow? And they were like, we need. A different name for that well giraffe is not an english word and oh, they did not. they didn't have cows did they not i don't know i think it's it's look it's different enough all right you think it's different enough it's di- look okay if if i if i if i was like hey i'm gonna introduce you to my brother okay okay he's he's uh he's a long boy <laughs> you'd be like oh yeah he's like he's like pretty tall you know, okay, that's yeah. what you would think. But if you met him yeah. and his neck was six feet long, you would, you know, react with horror because what the fuck? You didn't tell me that your your brother was literally a different species. How does that even work? Okay, you make a fair point here. You you make a fair point here. 
I think I, that's I, that's probably what they're they're different enough, right? They're different enough that they they warrant having their own name. Yeah, I mean, if they just had like like a little bit of a longer neck and like slightly longer legs and the two little weird horn things that they got with the balls on the end of them, uh, then I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get that. But like nobules. Yeah, they got little the little nubs, horns, little horn. Okay, nubs. well then, what about the what about horses and zebras? Well, again, there there weren't horses there. Right? Where zebras were at? Yeah. There were only zebras? Well, there were but other not- animals. There just weren't horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like zebras evolved alone on an island. They're from Zebraland. From okay. Zebraland. <laughs> New Zebraland. New Zebraland. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. Uh, so I feel bad because that was a good question and I answered it with like a very reasonable response. It's fine. It's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you come up with a bit that we could like run with and joke I didn't with. have sometimes, a good bit for why we don't just that, call giraffes long horses. Sometimes that bit just goes, no, we're going to do a serious answer. I do it. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh, do you have a weird question for me? Did you come up with any? I, uh, thought about it really okay. for, for quite some time. And okay. I, I, had, I had nothing, man. I, I did fine. not have any good long or any any good long questions for you. <laughs> any good long boy yeah. questions? Yeah, I uh, I thought long and hard. Also came up with none, so I texted oh, my fiance. Got and it. Then she came. We're sourcing came content. Up. Please, everyone, help us. Uh, so, um, I was uh stumbling around just looking for looking at like video game news stuff mm-hmm. that was happening. Two worlds, two. Oh, do you remember this game? Yeah, that's an old game. That gets, like, speedrun on, on AGDQ and old. stuff. You say it's old. But AJ, Here, nothing but a number? A- Whoa. Okay. Here, in a couple of weeks, I think. I don't know if there's an exact date on it. Uh-huh. The last piece of DLC for their season pass is going to be released. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> the- when did that game come out? Eight years ago. Okay, I mean, look, WoW still has DLC. Yeah, so it does. I right. guess, but I didn't think that Two Worlds Two was really on that same level. I, I didn't think it was either. Content creation, now, good for them. If you if you want to buy Two Worlds Two on Steam, it is currently twenty dollars. That's not a sale price; it just is twenty dollars. Okay. If you would like to buy the season pass, yeah, it's forty dollars. Which is a, this seems like a lot to me. That seems like but a lot of. Here's the thing: I, I don't know how much. Is there more is than twice the game in the season pass? I, I don't know. I didn't play. Two is there Worlds a whole two. third world? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they just call this one Three Worlds? <laughs> well, because it's still Two Worlds Two. Okay. All right. Uh, there are like there's four pieces of DLC plus a bunch of like little bits of content like soundtracks and weirdly like a digital game guide because one of the no. pieces of dlc came out like in 2015 and yeah. i guess game guides kind of still existed a yeah, little bit i guess so around 2015 sure which still would have been four years after that game came out yeah man i remember my old prima strategy guide prima prima what is that company I think it's prima 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 well yeah, it was for, prima for yeah, final fantasy 7 couldn't have played it? through that game without it. it was so helpful it told me where all the material was Told nice. me like you know where all the all the secret elixirs that I could find were that I'm just gonna hoard and never use. <laughs> you you were one of those who died with like yep. a full pocket oh, of a full Phoenix pocket. Downs. Yep. No, not Phoenix Downs. You could buy Phoenix Downs, but you can't buy ethers and you can't buy elixirs. So oh, okay. you got to save those until the a... end of the game. I see. I see. Okay, but yeah, I thought it was crazy that Two Worlds Two, that game that is eight years old, mm-hmm. is finally wrapping up their season pass. Actually, I don't know that they're wrapping it up. They may just continue to add to it. I don't know who's still working on that game yeah. or what they could possibly be doing. I read the I read the notes for this particular one, and mm-hmm. it seemed like it added a lot of content. They, they posted right. like a, a bunch of missions, and they're like adding new guilds for whatever that is. Okay. Look, in the game, it sounds like they're doing better than Heroes of the Storm. I do know that people out there like Two Worlds 2. Like, the people who like Two Worlds 2 are pretty vocal about liking that game. Okay. And kind of, uh, in a, I understand what this game is. I still had fun with it and mm-hmm. excited to see new content for it. I get that it's not, like, an amazing game or anything. Yeah. 
uh, which I can appreciate, right? I can appreciate because I like a lot of really shitty movies. <laughs> I know they're shitty. That's part of why I like yeah. them. It's perfectly okay to like bad things. I oh, like yeah. so many bad things. <laughs> you said two, two Worlds 2 is uh, doing better than Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Is there news on that front? Uh, well, no, that's that's why. That's why it's doing better. Is there's there's uh, okay. no news on that front. No news. Uh, they merged the ranked queues together, so you can actually kind of get a game, which is nice. Uh, the, the queue times are not quite as long as they used to be. Uh, what what else? The they what have... are the queue times right now? patched the game you know they they still come out with like balanced tuning patches and stuff but uh i i doubt we'll ever see any more content like i don't know if we're ever going to get new maps uh i don't know if we'll even ever get another character Ooh, Um, how many characters are in the game roughly i I don't know roughly 50 i'm i'm literally i'm like swinging in the dark i have no idea despite playing that game you know like at least a few times a week i i could tell you there's not as many as in dota and heroes of and uh and league of legends yeah, well, those keep getting them. Yes, <laughs> they they keep making them. And yeah, Blizzard those games stopped. aren't dead. They they gave up on uh, mm-hmm. reaching that size. Uh, okay, well, it sucks that 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 game is like kind of slowly yeah. petering out. Who knows? Maybe it'll pick up, but I doubt it. Right? I, d- I, I don't look. I, don't I play see exclusively dead games. I play I play Heroes of the Storm. I play Gwent. I tried to play Artifact, and it was just like after after ten minutes of like watching a movie, I looked over and I just gave up. I was I was like, okay, well, I can't I cannot play this game anymore, uh, which is a shame. Though I think Valve has said like we're not going to abandon it. We do plan to do something with it. Uh, so, they, they just so pivoted. Yeah. What they 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 made a blog post uh, saying something to the effect of like hey we had like a bunch of content and stuff planned Mm -hmm. clearly there isn't anyone really around to experience that content so instead of releasing all of that we're just going to focus on making the game one that people want to play Mm -hmm. gain back that player base and then we'll start rolling out new content that we had planned good man i hope they can do something what you gotta do yeah i hope they they make that game interesting because it's not a bad game it is a good game Mm -hmm. it just had like a bunch of little factors all over it that made enough people not play it yeah the people who were playing it got frustrated and also stopped playing it yep absolutely which yeah it's unfortunate when that kind of thing happens uh well speaking of new <laughs> games uh, or i guess new content uh pagan online hit early access i think today or, okay. or maybe like sometime this weekend or something like that uh it's a pretty recent release i had been vaguely following that game because i, I like action rpgs like i said I, I play path of exile i played a lot of diablo 3 and so on and uh, it looks okay you know, um, visually, it's it's nothing too striking. It looks very similar to that kind of, like, cartoony, blocky art style that um, mm-hmm. Torchlight kind of has. And uh, oh, okay. Blizzard games tend to have, not Diablo. Uh, but I don't know, nothing to, nothing to write home about. I'm not, I'm not, like, blown away by the art or anything like that. Um, I was watching a couple of streamers play it, and the general gist that I got was that the controls feel good. And they matter. Uh, it's supposed to be like a little bit harder, uh, or, or rather, you have to pay a lot more attention. Um, a lot of like okay. late game Diablo can just be, you know, you, you push right click and teleport, and then you you use your move that hits the whole screen and you blow everything up, right? Until you're like sure. pumping, you know, the, the the hardest of greater riffs. Um, this game is supposed to be a little bit more engaging. You have to like really manage your cooldowns and use your abilities to like dodge and land skill shots and so on and so on. But it's hard to know how trusted those opinions are because, like, those people could just be bad at the game, right? I'm not going to call anybody out specifically, and nobody looked like they were, but it's hard to know that without without playing it or, or getting a sure. wider um, experience. Uh, but I don't know. It's it's 30 bucks and it's an early access, and that's that's a lot for that's an early no access for title, uh, especially since I think, and I, I could be wildly off base. In fact, I'm, I'm just going to look it up because I was going to say I think there might be microtransactions in it, and I don't know that, and I don't want to give anybody uh, false information, so I'm going to find out. But if you're going to charge me you know, $30 so, so, to play your early access unfinished game and then also have microtransactions. So is there something like unique about this game that, like, draws you to it that that has you looking at it right now because i feel like the newest of the genre okay i was gonna say it feels like this space is is i'm not gonna say crowded by any means but there are options within this space that are already pretty well established and from what i understand pretty good Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering what pagan online is doing 
in this space that makes it interesting to you. The on the online part of their title makes me feel like it's an MMO of some kind. Right. Uh, it's not, as far as I can tell. It looks like it's oh, okay. just like any other, you know, Diablo-style th- thing, which, you know, is, is kind of it. It's an action MMORPG, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, there's... Diablo and, and Path of Exile are, like, sufficiently different, right? Um, yeah. One is a lot more, like, grindy and never crunchy and, and about, like, the minutia of builds and so on and so on. And Diablo is a lot more viscerally exciting and, and, and some would say fun to play, right? There's a, there's that Blizzard level of polish on it that I know people really enjoy. Uh, this game, like I said, it's the newest of the genre. And it's a genre that I enjoy, so I pay attention okay. to everything that comes out in it. You know, I'll even check out Diablo Immortal if we ever see that. I, I don't know if it will be a good game or not. But I will pay attention to games that come out like this because I like the genre. I'm not necessarily going to buy all of them. Sure. Uh, and this one, I need to I need to see more before I know if Especially it's if it's missable or not. Not a thirty dollar early access. Thirty game. bucks is is pretty steep for an early access game, especially if you're not you know talking about even like a like a triple A title or something like that. Um, sure. I I you know we've talked about this a lot. I generally don't like. Having to pay you to be your beta tester, that's pretty shitty, uh, but that's the world that we live in now, and I guess, you know, I, I'm not, I, I yeah. shouldn't complain. I'm not against early access games wholesale, uh, but just in general, like, paying for an unfinished product when I don't know what the end product is uh, going to look like. I mm-hmm. mean, I can look at your roadmap, I can, can see what your goals are, and a lot of times, I will say, playing early access games they have lived up to their goals and mm-hmm. i haven't felt ripped off but the times that i do it really sucks well so that's a big point that you bring up about having a roadmap um if a game has like hey here's our design manifesto here's our roadmap here's what we want to do and it and it's a real one not just like yeah we want to finish the game but it's like no 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 by this you know quarter quarter two, 2020 this is where we plan to be this is what you know we we want to make this is why we started doing it i'm a lot more likely to buy an early access game or you know pay to play your beta or whatever because i it, feel it, like you I, I can trust you i i guess so i i see what you're saying and i don't necessarily disagree with it but from from my side i i just feel like if I look at your roadmap and see when all of the cool, fun features will be in the game, mm-hmm. I'll just wait and play your game until it's cool and fun and good. Yeah. And I mean, that's a very reasonable response. I'll just, just I, wait for the game to be yeah. where I want to play it. I can't argue against that. You know, I, I think that's because totally reasonable. A, lo- a lot of times what happens is, is I buy Hades, for example, mm-hmm. and I really like that game, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. And then I play the content that's there, and then they update it a little bit and they put a little bit of stuff in it and i'm like oh that's cool I, you know i want to see that new character mm-hmm. i'm kind of done playing hades though and i don't want to play that game more to see that character because i'm kind of done playing that game mm-hmm. so now i'm just in a place where i like i just wait on the game and at that point i could have just waited till the game came out and was a fully realized product that i could look at and mm-hmm. assess as a whole and decide whether or not i wanted to buy it yeah uh, Hades, I think was it was worth twenty bucks to me to play it when like on release. Like there was enough there that I got my money's mm-hmm. worth. But I have no desire to play it piecemeal after that. I'm just gonna wait for the full release. I, like I'm not gonna play it every single update to you know experience the new content. It's the same with uh, with Risk of Rain too, which is a game that I really really enjoyed. I've played enough of that game that I'm not gonna touch it again until it's in 1.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at with Hades, right? I don't regret spending the twenty dollars on that game. I love Supergiant. I want to support everything that they do. Mm-hmm. I loved what was there for Hades. I'm not going to play every little update. I'm no. going to wait till it's 1.0 and then I'll play it again whenever it's a full complete product mm-hmm. and, and see what changed. Because sometimes things will uh, happen where they'll make humongous changes over the course of the of the process of bringing it into 1.0 mm-hmm. that'll make it like a completely different game. Yeah, and, and hopefully a better one. That. Yeah, absolutely. Dead Cells 1.0, they were just like, all right, everybody's been playing this game for a really long time, and uh, we're just going to blast it with changes and, like, flavor blast it with all these cool little, like, tweaks and changes to to how a bunch of the systems works Mm -hmm. and work and and make it a new game for people who have been playing it up until now. Uh, So, you know, we can always get things like that, but I don't know that every developer is going to do that. I think that's that's the exception rather than the rule, right? Probably, um, yeah. And fundamentally, and this this kind of brings me to like a, a closing question that I want to hear your answer to, but also I would love to hear you guys' responses in, in chat if you're in the Discord, because uh, I, I, I want to hear like the community feedback on this. What do you think about games coming out 
unfinished. We get more unfinished games now, it feels like, than, than finished games. And I don't even just mean early access. Uh, Fallout 76 wasn't finished when it released in, in 1.0, right? It's still not finished. That game feels like it's still in early alpha. You yeah. know, maybe maybe we've transitioned to beta by now with all of the fixes and updates and stuff. But it's not even just that early access is such a huge part of the marketplace. Full games that release, like uh, this was a big problem with Anthem, where that game felt unfinished and people complained about a lot of the, the systems not being tuned or, or not working correctly. That's that's strange to me, you know, growing up in a time when that was not the case, when it was very, very rare for a game to come out that was just not done. We got games that were bad or games, you know, sometimes that didn't work, but now it's such a huge part of and an accepted part of the culture that you can release a game that doesn't have an ending or is missing six of the 12 characters that you plan to, to have in it. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, this is a growing pain towards a culture where almost every game is a, is a live service game, mm -hmm. where as opposed to uh, getting 100% of a game all up front, you get little bits of the game and it gets added on to, and, and also it would change the, the structure of how games are built mm -hmm. as well with... Um, you know how like fighting games now have all these deal. They have a season of characters, and then yeah. you pay for a year's what? Oh, just the year's worth of characters that come out, mm -hmm. uh, either ahead of time or you buy in piecemeal. However you want to do it, uh, I think it's a growing pain towards a an industry where m more likely than not every game is a live service game. Mm -hmm. Every game is a or has a, elements of it, or has it? Yeah, has small elements of mm -hmm. it, and that's not to say that like every game is going to be bad because it's going to be incomplete or or like broken in some way because i'm sure there will be lots of games that are on release it feels like a 1.0 game and they just kind of like stack stuff on top of it and stack stuff on sure. top of it and get, it just gets better and better or games that just fully release we have hundreds of games that come out throughout the year that are here's the thing i made and then the the developer mm -hmm. of it doesn't touch it anymore yeah. they don't update it that's they it just, that's that's the whole and, thing and, unless it's broken for whatever reason mm -hmm. they put it out and then they move on to their next project and they start working on new stuff or whatever. Absolutely. That, that, that does still happen. I mean, it, you know, God of war was a, was a great example of a completely finished product when it released and people loved it and it got game of the year for a reason. Uh, yeah. my, my question is really just like that, that used to be, well, of course, right. That's, that's the norm. And now that's moving more and more towards the exception or it's moving more and more towards like, like a weird 50, 50 where, half the games we get just are you know half games I, and i think that it, it is possible i'm not saying likely or will happen mm -hmm. or whatever no i'm no prognosticator <laughs> uh it, it'll shift more and more towards games as a live service now we will as a, the industry uh, as a whole hopefully would get better at it mm -hmm. that we wouldn't get assassin's creed unities all the time mm -hmm. we would get assassin's creed uh origins that is like a pretty good game on its own. And then they kind of add content to it over the course of time. And so with the, with a lot more games being a live service, we would get a more complete experience at the beginning. And, and I think that this will come with a, a, a change or a shift in how we pay for games as well. Things like Google I Stadia. So. Yeah. Open up the possibility of, instead of you paying $60 for every single video game that comes out, mm -hmm. you pay a service, you pay Microsoft for your Game Pass, yeah. $15 a month, and then you just get to play all of the games. Mm -hmm. So Microsoft is now incentivized to make a certain level of quality product that will attract people to pay $15 a month to play all of their games. Mm -hmm. And it's possible that, that some of this will include like single-player story experiences or just straight multiplayer games like like PUBG that have like no story at all mm -hmm. but instead of paying a, a publisher $60 for a game and then you kind of are just like well it was a good game or a bad game or it was incomplete or it was complete or now I need to pay $50 for the rest of the content to finish up the story for this game you just pay $15 a month or however I'm just using that number because that's the number what of what it is right now for mm -hmm. how much it costs for those kinds of services yeah I imagine it would be much more expensive closer to 30 or $40 probably a but I, I mean like that's not necessarily if, if that's the direction that we move want. then i have less of a problem 
playing an unfinished game, right? Because I've already paid for it, right? Sure. I already it's paid my 40 bucks a month, and I got my, my, my six finished games that I wanted to play. So now it's not really a big deal when I get a game that is buggy and unfinished because, like, I might have been looking forward to it, and that sucks. But as long as there are still things on the platform that are not that way, it's, it's not as bad when there are early accesses sure. and stuff like that. Now, my worry... And, you know, this, I, I don't know how tinfoil hat this is, but, you know, fundamentally these companies are all out there to make money. And I feel like yeah. the reality is going to be that you will get, you, you'll pay your 30 bucks a month to play the game. But if you want to play it when it releases or if you want to play early access, you got to pay a fee. Sure. You know, like per game. Impossible. And I, I feel, I cannot believe that they will not try and do that. And I really hope that we as a community the will, you know, refuse to pay those kinds of taxes we already do pay it ellis oh, i know but i'm saying if we move in this direction that's a that's a great chance for us to not do that now sure. you know, i'm living to in fantasy world that behavior but it'd be nice sure I, I mean like the future of games is, is unclear and rough with stuff like google stadia on the horizon we're getting a uh an xbox one s that is digital only mm -hmm. it has no disk drive whatsoever and with it, they are bundling the Xbox Live Gold and the Xbox Game Pass into one convenient price. It's not if you buy those things by the year, uh, like separately, a la carte, and then you combine them, you don't actually save any money. It's more of just a convenience thing of kind of having them built into one price. But but I mean, like, the, that door is open mm -hmm. for that to be the way that it works, that yeah. you just pay a fee to a company and then you gain access to either download the games or uh, play them on some server in some Google data center somewhere, or Microsoft data center or whatever. I'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen. Cause like, I'm, I'm an idiot. I You're don't, no I don't know. You're no prognosticator. I, as stated, I am no prognosticator, but I could see a world where that's how it works. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And, and I could see a world where that works out great for us possibly. Yeah. But there's also the option that it doesn't uh -huh. because greedy companies are out there to make money right like that's what they're designed to do is make the maximum amount of money as possible yep and we on the consumer side have to shield ourselves from those practices and behaviors because they will take advantage of us at every single turn possible who knows i, I mean this this kind of future of gaming stuff uh it, it can be difficult to predict and you know new technologies new economic shifts all this stuff like plays this big role that we can't possibly you know make accurate predictions on it's it's interesting to think about and uh like i said i, I really want to hear the, the comments in the in the video. I want to know what you guys think about this kind of stuff. I want to know your opinions. And, and if you have an idea on where you think the industry is heading or you have some insight, maybe you work in the industry, I'd love to, to know your opinions. You know, we, we absolutely do read those comments. Uh, so please check it out and, uh, and, and drop us feedback. We live for it. Live for it. We do. We live for it. So uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody for hanging out for this uh, boogie-less episode. I mean, we have some boogie in us, but we don't have the full boogie. No, uh, we were like what forty percent boogie, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we just hung I'm out like, with I him. I might be, I might be like fifty percent boogie. Yeah. But, anyways, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out. We love that you spend your we time do. with us. Uh, we live for it. So, like Ellis said, um, wherever you're consuming this, rate it, leave a comment. We absolutely try to read all of that stuff we love getting that feedback from you guys we just want to know what you think we mm -hmm. want to know what you want us to talk about what you don't want us to talk about all that stuff let us know uh we want to say uh, a huge thank you to all of our patrons absolutely over at patreon.com slash the big stack podcast uh we we everything you do for us we appreciate it so much mm -hmm. thank you guys uh, it's i mean like it's, it's why we get to keep doing this absolutely mm -hmm. uh so if you enjoyed either me or ellis or both preferably both we both stream together uh at twitch.tv slash the big underscore breakfast that happens four days a week in the evenings uh, around 5 p.m central time uh we do some talk show stuff we play some video games we laugh we joke we have fun we live, laugh, learn. Live, laugh, love? <laughs> yeah, that's that's our... It's the live, laugh, love show. We don't do any yeah. of that. We I don't, don't remember the last time I learned a thing. <laughs> I get dumber every out. time we stream. Come check us out. Over on if you want to get dumber too, come there. check us out at big underscore breakfast. Twitch, that's I don't think this needs to be said, but we thank you so much for Boogie. Yeah. Uh, to Boogie. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard of him for some reason, go check him out on YouTube, Boogie, uh, YouTube slash C slash Boogie 2988. 
That's he does right. some wacky internet stuff. He does. Uh, and he'll be back again next week unless his Hopefully. teeth uh, you know, turn against him again and he has to fight them off in the Shadow Realm. 